Hello, you lovers of Napa Valley, you. Today's guest is the current and four-time king of Napa Valley barbecue, Pat Burke. He's also held national barbecue titles, has been seen on the Food Network, and is recognized as an upstanding citizen and leader of our Napa Valley community. Until his recent retirement, he was the hospitality and wine club director here at Judd's Hill. I'm a fan, and I know you're going to be too once you hear him on this episode of Judd's Napa Valley Show. And in honor of Pat, during the month of July, we'll be donating 10% of the sales of our Judd's Hill Burke's Blazing Barbecue Old Vine Zinfandel to his wife's American Cancer Society Relay for Life effort. And we're going to get into a little bit of that during the episode. So if you want some of this Zin and know that the proceeds are going to a good cause, come visit us in person on Silverado Trail. Give us a call at 707-255-2332. Or pick up some Zin online at www.judshill.com. We have got some fun summer events coming up. Yucapalooza, the fourth annual, is coming up Friday, August 2nd at the Oxbow Market in downtown Napa. It begins at 6 p.m. There will be ukulele madness, anchored by the old-time Hawaiian tunes of the Maikai Gents. That's my band, by the way. Bring along a ukulele to strum along or to perform. The Oxbow Merchants inside the market will have island-style specials, and a previous guest, Chef Todd Humphreys, has promised another all-out Hawaiian food special from his restaurant kitchen door, and I'm definitely excited to try that. There will be specials on Judd's Hill Wines, there's going to be Vintage Aloha Ware Marketplace by Retro Diva, a raffle for a Polynesian party to support Cope Family Center, which is a local organization that empowers families to create happy, healthy lives for children through child abuse prevention, parent education, and self-sufficiency services. So definitely going for another great cause there. And you can check them out at copefamilycenter.org. Yucapalooza at Oxbow is free to attend, and it's all good. Hope to see you there for some aloha. The very next night, Saturday, August 3rd, Lobster Luau Wine Fest. That's our big party of the summer at the winery featuring Maine Lobster, crustaceans, food, mounded up, flowing wine, more Mai Kai gents, tons of fun. Get in on that. Uh, We're having a wine club exclusive dinner at the Magic Castle in Hollywood on August 14th. So if you're a member of our wine club, and if you're not, you should be to get in on all this good stuff. Give us a call or join online and be a part of that magic. Um, Let's see. Yeah, you know, all of our events, you can keep up with us, are listed on the events tab of www.judshill.com. We're known for showing folks a good time, and I hope that we can personally get you in on that. During the show, we talk about one of Pat's culinary delights, and if you'd like to get in on the secret of Pat Burke's fudge of mystery, come visit us at Judd's Hill on Silverado Trail, just north of the town of Napa and we may just let you in on the secret. A little warning before you begin, there were a few technical issues with the microphone at the outset of this show, so bear with me for just a minute, and then all will be good. Enjoy the show! Get ready for another heapful of fascinating things to know From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show No stale script and no rehearsing Live from a Napa studio, you may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. 
And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lord Mole, and here's your host, Chad Finglestein. Thank you very much, Lauren Mole. Top Good. of the day, Judd. Top of the day, Lauren. What's happening, man? Oh, boy. I'm so excited because we got the Giants game coming up August 6th. That's right. Let's talk about that. You are going to be there at the park singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. That's right. And and this is part of uh, your involvement in the Everybody is a Star uh, Foundation, uh, which is really a cool a cool foundation. Their their mission is basically elevating the gifts of um, uh, and the talents of youth with special needs, and you have an awesome video. Let's plug that. We usually do, but let's give it another plug. If you go to everybodystar.org, right there, you can click on Lauren Mole, and your music video is there, which is awesome and sweet and cool and slick. And this has brought you now to, was it center field? When, where do you get to sing? You get to, you're going on the field and singing Take Me Out of the Ball Game. That's right. I believe it's center field. Fantastic. That's August 6th. At the Giants, yeah. they're taking on, uh, is it the Brewers? Yes. The Brewers. And w- at what point does that happen? Uh, seventh, seventh inning, right? Seventh inning stretch. I guess, duh. I, I should know my know my baseball well enough to know that's when you sing it. Yeah, ask Iris C. Smith. He's the expert in all the local sports. <laughs> that's right. And he's, he's, he's roaming around here somewhere. Maybe we'll yeah. get him in to see if he can give us a report on what's happening in the world of singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. So that's August 6th. You can go to the Giants website. Last week, I said I had a problem finding tickets. I thought maybe it was sold out, but I think that was just my own inability to navigate websites very well. Apparently, there are some tickets available, so folks can come. They can just get a regular ticket. They can even take part in, uh, coincidentally, it's Jewish Heritage Night at the Giants game. So there are special tickets, which allows you, I think... um, I haven't gotten the details, but I think there's some kind of like Jewish food that you can eat while you're at the Giants game. You will get with this special ticket a commemorative dreidel to play at your next Hanukkah party, a Giants dreidel. And there's a concert by Modest Yahoo that that ticket allows you to, which sounds like a fantastic evening. So I'm looking forward to going. I'll be there August 6th to root you on, Lauren. We're going to record it. Maybe we can play it here on the show afterwards. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's okay with you? Looks like we have ourselves the deal, Judd. Okay, good, good. And school is out, right? Are you yes. taking any summer classes? Uh, I'm pretty much now a free man. You are? Okay, so you had finals, I know, a few weeks ago, and now you're just uh, <laughs> out and about in Napa Valley. Any big summer plans for you? Well, we just got back from Monterey last month. Yeah. Right, that was fun. And now, just and, hanging? Uh, just hanging. That's good. Well, you for know, now. stay out of trouble. I don't right. want to read about you in the police log or anything like that. <laughs> right. All right, stay good. So this is Judd's Napa Valley Show, and I have got a special guest today, somebody I've known for quite some time. And Lauren, I would love for you to introduce this person right now. Sure, Judd. For Smokey Me, he can't be beat. Want to challenge him? You'll know defeat. He's here in his seat, so let's greet Pat Burke. Pat Burke. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks good morning. Appreciate it. You are yeah. the current and four-time Napa Valley barbecue champion. Yeah, pretty pretty amazing, actually, when you think back on it. Yeah? Yeah. Let's hear your story here. You know, I'm going to see if I can get some... Uh, I'm going to just say this out loud, so hopefully somebody's listening in engineering. I don't know if it's just me, but this microphone seems to be cutting in and out on me, so I'm going to try to go through this. But your mic seems to be working all right. Tell us how you got into barbecue. 
Well, uh, it's it's a long story actually. The first the the first time that uh, well, I've always had I was always always had a, f- a passion for for cooking uh, barbecue, and um, I think at one point I even owned like five or six barbecues. Yeah. Um, now I'm down to about f- three or four, but um, back in uh, in 2000, um, I competed in the uh, Dads can cook competition at the Napa Town and Country Fair. Yeah, and um, it was a three-hour event where you had. It was a three-hour event where you had um, to cook and prepare um, something on a barbecue, and present it to the judges, the celebrity judges uh, from from areas in Napa. And now, is this a uh, a gas grill, a charcoal grill? It was grill? a charcoal grill. It was actually, they gave you a Weber Smoky Joe, one of the small little Webers. Oh, cool. Okay. So, uh, the first year I did uh, uh, hamburgers that were just awesome. Blue cheeseburgers. Mm. They were unbelievable. And uh, I did a side and then some a dessert. And uh, finished second. And then uh, the next year, I uh, competed again and did the same thing, only I did... Um, uh, we did steak, I think, that day, sliced uh, uh, filet, and um, came in second once again. So um, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> hey, second place, pretty good for somebody Not who didn't bad. have the experience You know, before. there were like 10 people there, so yeah. it, was, it was a pretty cool event. Um, the Napa Town and Country Fair, it was always fun, and the weather was great, and I met some good people, and still actually uh, uh, very good friends with uh, someone that was right behind me all day doing the crash dummy test for the Highway Patrol. It was oh, kind great. of fun. But, <laughs> but uh, I was working at the time at, at Beaulieu Vineyard up in Rutherford, mm-hmm. and my manager um, in the hospitality division, uh, Stacy Conrad, was uh, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. So she asked me, um, you know, hey, you did really well. What do you, what do you, what do you think if we do a, a, a company barbecue against other departments like the cellar crew and the the maintenance department and okay, like an intramural yeah, barbecue yeah. So competition? So we did it. We did it out in the vineyard, and it was it was a pretty cool event. And I did ribs, and I ended up winning that. Competition. Of course. Um, so one day I was in my office and, and my phone rang out of the blue and it was the National Director of Public Relations for Diageo um, in Connecticut, I think she was, and she wanted to know if I wanted to go to Washington, D.C. Diageo being the big, big wine company. Big company, yeah, the yeah, parent company. The parent company of BV. Um, and wanted to know if I wanted to, to travel to Washington, D.C. and compete in, um, it was called the Safeway Capital Barbecue Battle and national championships. So um, they flew us across the United States to Washington, D.C., Yeah, bought all the equipment at like a Lowe's and delivered it to Pennsylvania Avenue where we had our place <laughs> set up. And so you had to go there and then buy your gear? Buy stuff, yeah. yeah I guess was, you wouldn't want to fly with grills. It was a pretty cool event, though. And I remember uh, I got called to a cook's meeting. They, every, every competition in barbecue circuits have, have a cook's meeting. So I go to the cook's meeting. And I'm sitting next to uh, Myron Mixon and uh, Larry Haney from L&L Cooking Crew. And, and back in the days, those, those, I mean, Myron is still big in barbecue all over. If you ever watch Pitmasters and any of the other TV stuff that yeah. they're talking about. But um, sitting next to these guys, and, and I was just in awe of, of these guys because they were like the kings. Yeah, yeah. And, You're amongst but the stars. the interesting thing was they wanted to know who the hell I was. So sorry for the hell, but they wanted to know who the hell I was. <laughs> So um, 
we shared some time there, and and uh, they gave me some inside stuff, and 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 we talked a little bit, and and actually for for a big competition like that, I think there was uh, twenty teams at the time. Um, I didn't finish last, so okay, well yeah, that's yeah, encouraging. I finished right dead in the middle, I think, which was which was pretty interesting. First Memphis in May competition that I'd ever done, so. Well, in Memphis in May is like the Huge. Huge. Super Bowl, the World Series, the World Cup of barbecue. Yeah, and that's held on the second or the second weekend of May every year. And, uh, what a thrill to be a part of that! Been there, done that too. That's an interesting one. You know, traveled there and and uh, uh, competed. Um, actually, did very well one year. We finished fifth in a whole hog and number one in barbecue sauce uh, in the world. So, um, pretty neat. Um, well, you just swallowed that like that didn't mean much. Number well, it meant a lot. Of th- it, 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 it means a lot. Number one barbecue sauce in the world. Yeah, there you go. That's what Thank they say. You. Say it. Say that's it proudly. Well, that's what they say, but... What, you doubt that? No. It okay. Good. <laughs> I, mean, you I know we finished first. So. At Memphis in May. Yeah. So, hey. So, I think the biggest, uh, the biggest deal was the, the fifth place in a whole hog. I mean, cooking a whole hog and finish fifth uh, out of 48, I think, 48 teams was pretty... Pretty special too, yeah. Um, to say the least, yeah. But so uh, again, I've been doing it professionally for a number of years, and it's a passion. And I'm I'm not doing it much anymore. Um, it's it's a little bit too expensive for me to do, and it's the, a lot of work. The traveling part, yeah, the traveling part, and it's a lot yeah. of work. But I've made lifelong friends. So uh, from Mississippi to uh, Alabama to you know, you name it, traveled all through the South, towing a a, a, a four ton. Cooking trailer, and, you know, it's 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 kind of like the NASCAR circuit of uh, barbecue. Well, I will attest to the fact that you've made, I mean, friends. Um, you, I want to get back to barbecue, but you were formerly, until you recently retired, the wine club director and hospitality director at a place I'm familiar with, Judd's Hill Winery. There you go. So I've known you some time, and it seemed like at least once a week, folks were popping in. Either you had met them at barbecue competitions from around the country, or they were friends of yours, or so-and-so told me to look you up when, when I came to Napa Valley. I mean, you really uh, got a reputation. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> no, for being a great cook yeah. and a great guy, somebody that needs to be visited. Sure. That was just really cool to see how you'd, how you'd um, it was made your impact across would, the country. It was actually would pop in and somebody would say, hey, you know, there's a, there's a guy here that's a certified barbecue judge. He'd like to talk to you. And you kind of go, oh, okay. So we go out and and meet and uh and visit with them but uh you know it was all about the wine you know and everybody loved that and uh and barbecue so it was good 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 times there seven years six years seven years yeah. what's that that i was with you uh, at judd's yeah, hill yeah. oh you yeah. were with us from um well until just recently since what 2005 seven, did you start yeah, six yeah six i think six yeah. beginning of 2006 six. so yeah. what is that six seven? yeah wow yeah Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You really helped, you. Um, you know, build the culture there as we yeah. started over. You know, we'd been up in the hills east of St. Helena yeah. as this tiny yeah. little, literally mom and pop uh, winery, just my folks and myself. Then we moved down to Silverado Trail in um, 2005, opened the tasting room in 2006, and it was like really starting from scratch again. Yep. Uh, even though we'd been around since, well, if you want to get way back, you know, since the 70s, mm-hmm. but as Judd's Hill since 1989... It seemed like 2005, 2006 was a new beginning, and you were there from the beginning to really help us get it going, build the culture of it, and um, make your stamp. And for that, I'm very grateful. Yeah, 
Thank you. Let's get back to barbecue. Okay. <laughs> and a popular aspect of the festivities at Judd's Hill had always um, involved you and your grill. It's, yeah, it was always know. out on the back patio, or actually mm-hmm. the front patio, because when you pulled in, you always went right by the back patio, which was kind of like the front patio. But right, the back but, patio was the front but it, patio. But, but it was always there. As you pull into Judd's Hill, you kind of go by the back of the winery first, and the patio, there was always smoker, uh, a couple Weber kettles out mm-hmm. there, and folks who didn't know you, it often was the topic of conversation. Hey, you got a lot of barbecues out yep. there, and... We'd tell them the story about you, and once in a while you'd have something going, like your famous uh, wings. Wings, yeah. Oh, man. That was great. They are good. They are. And, you know, I'm just grateful that um, even though you have retired, that you have been back yeah. to do a little grilling yeah. for us, and uh, that's much appreciated. Four times you have been the Napa Valley champion. You're undefeated. This was yes. the fourth annual barbecue and beer battle just happened on Sunday, a couple days ago. And for the fourth time in a row, you've been crowned king of Napa Valley barbecue. Do we want to recall each and every uh, win? Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to give us any of your secrets? Do you want to... I never give my secrets, but, but I don't mind going back if you want to talk about the first year and how it ever started. I well, mean, the, th- the whole aspect about it is is pretty cool because it, all the money, all the all the proceeds go to the Napa Education Foundation's Music Connection here in Napa, right? Napa Schools. So the kids all benefit from from this event that we have, and um, and this makes sure that our public schools have music education, correct. instruments, yeah, instruction, instruments to, classes. Yeah. yeah. And, Otherwise, these programs would be cut with all the right. budget cuts. So um, in, its, in its concept, I was pouring Judd's Hill wine one night at the Napa Valley Marriott. Mm-hmm. And the um, executive chef there, Brian Whitmer, came out and greeted me and met me. He was the beverage director, in the, so he ran the front of the house as well. And he wanted to see who was pouring wine that night. So we uh, introduced ourselves, and we started talking, and... and um, we started sharing barbecue because he's from Kansas City, Missouri. Right. And the first restaurant that he ever worked in was called Sammy's, I believe it is. Hmm. And um, I hope that's right, Brian, if you're listening. But um, And uh, we shared a rib. He brought a couple of ribs out and we shared. And, you know, he says, he says we, need to, we need to talk. So I said, okay. So later on, he called me. He says, you know, he says, I've got a concept. I've got an idea. And it was the Napa Valley Barbecue Battle. Mm-hmm. He was gunning for you, I think, even before that. He was just waiting for you to come in because your reputation in town, and he was kind of, I think, newer in town at the time. And he was doing good uh, barbecue at the Marriott at the Character Sports Bar. It was great barbecue. If you guys remember, the Character Sports Bar is no longer there. And they carry that on, even though they did the renovation um, at VIN 11 there at the Marriott. I believe, is it Sunday nights? Brian, you should be here right now uh, correcting us if we're wrong, but I think it's Sunday barbecue. Sunday barbecue at VIN 11, which is definitely worth checking out. That's great barbecue. So he he asked me if I'd be interested in competing against him Mm head-to-head in barbecue and let the people... Uh, that attend the event vote to who's is would be the best. So I said sure. So we put it on for the first year, and it was a, it was a you know a, a quaint event. It had you know sixty five people I think attended the first first year, and and uh, uh, it raised money and it was good. And and I actually uh, narrowly won uh, that event. Um, Brian almost took me out at the end there, but it was it was a lot of fun. 
So the concept wanted to get it bigger and, and, and larger, uh, more attendance. And so we added another uh, competitor the next year. And there were three of us. And it was uh, Joey Ray from Barber's Q here in Napa. So you and Joey and Brian, Brian all competed. Again, again. I was fortunate enough again to, to, to win that <laughs> event. So that event got a little larger. Fortune and a little skill. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then last year they decided, you know, let's make us even bigger. So let's move it. So they moved it poolside, which the venue there at VIN 11 is just fantastic out there in the front patio. And they brought in beer, the beer aspect. And right. I think that brought a whole nother, uh, whole nother aspect to the, to the, to the game. And, um, you know, you had 21st Amendment and Bison and Firestone. Is it Firestone? Firestone Walker, yeah, our local yeah, Napa Smith. Yeah. Was Napa there. Smith was there. And that, um, that really was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were the wine sponsor. And um, folks asked me, well, how do you feel that they're having beer? And I thought, that was a great idea. Yeah. Um, it's, it's summer. It's hot out. Barbecue. Yeah. The craft beer is kind of a hot thing a lot of folks are getting interested yeah. in. I thought it built an audience for the event. And that was a little competition as well. People got yep. to vote for their favorite beer. Beer. So this event, they brought in uh, Stephen Barber from Farmstead Restaurant, St. Helena. Mm -hmm. And Stephen, uh, born, I think, Tennessee, and uh, had Barber's Q, started Barber's Q Restaurant here right in Napa here. years ago. So Stephen's got a big smoker up there at Farmstead. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's fun because we all start with the same meat. So the meat's all the same. So it's all delivered uh, by the same distributor. It's separated, and then we start cooking. So it's like a throwdown. Okay. But the difference between our flavor um, profiles, um, um, you know, is, is what changes the whole game, how we do things. So uh, so last year, uh, Stephen and I, we, we did uh, the same meats, brisket, ribs, chicken, and um, those three meats. And um, I was fortunate enough to win again. <laughs> so Fortune and a little skill. Yeah. So uh, it brought it to, at this point, we had discussions last year. Is it time for me to just kind of go away? And, and You had said yeah. if you win a third yeah. time, you're retiring. Yeah. And you'll just help promote it. Maybe you'll be a celebrity judge. So but what happened? They, they wanted me to come back. So Of course they wanted yeah. you to. But so It was a good event and, and uh, well attended. So we actually, last of that third year, we had a huge crowd. We had, um, I think, almost 200, over 200 people that, that showed up for that. And that VIN 11 patio was just packed yeah, with people. Yeah, I remember. When, they, when I was announced that I had won that, I, I, I uh, just out of the blue decided <laughs> I was going to do something a little different. And Plus, it was warm, so I did a cannonball into the deep end of the pool. Um, and then uh, Sunday, I was able to do it again that's right that's right when you actually were... i was joined by by several uh, spectators as well i loved that you were announced the winner again you immediately you know ripped off your chef's jacket into the pool you went cannonball ken shelby your friend and yeah. cooking assistant joined you jumping in and then yeah a few other folks just got caught up in the frenzy of your victory and yeah. <laughs> joined you just jumping in yeah. i love that participatory enthusiasm uh, something that Brian Whitmer said, I don't recall if it was last year or the year before, but he really gave you a nice tribute when you won. I think it was the second year when um, you had competed against him and Joey. And you went, yes, that's right, because he made the point of saying, um, after it was all announced, he took the microphone and he said, you know, I've really got to hand it to Pat. Um, Joey and I both have 
professional kitchens to work in. We've got a team of chefs uh, to help us. And we're working in the kitchen. We've got all these guys. And Pat and Ken, his buddy, have been just out in the parking lot <laughs> with your smoker since whatever it was, 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah, all night long. All night long, just out in the parking Slept lot. in my car. <laughs> and, um, and even with that, you were still able to pull it off. And he yeah. gave you a lot of credit for having the, the passion, the skill, the know-how, the dedication, and it all paid off. Yeah. Right now, uh, Larry Sharp, the GM here at KVON, has popped into the studio, and he was present with us he- at the... Uh, barbecue battle and i just want to get your take on your experience there as well and pat's food and you know lay a little love on the guy <laughs> well i'm not sure what you mean by that we're pretty close already <laughs> <laughs> sorry there's not another chair but you guys are tight it's okay uh you know i thought it was a great event uh, it was the first time i'd been although i've been to uh, eat at brian's restaurant several times yeah uh but uh lovely day i thought the beer was a great idea i thought the food uh, I mean, it was close. I got to be honest with you. Yours, I voted for yours as as well. No, no offense to the other guy, but uh, there was just something about your brisket that was a little more tender and uh, some unique flavor in there. Sort of, I thought a little sweeter or some something different. You know, that just kind of set it apart. But uh, it's a fabulous event, and anybody who hears about this next year should really think about going. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely a hot ticket this year. Quite literally, it was about a hundred degrees out it there. It was very hot, and I will say the beer. I walked in and got one of those Firestone Walker barrel ales. And yeah. I mean, thank you, Lord. It <laughs> saved my life. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for being there, and thanks for the support. Oh, uh, my pleasure. It was. It's a great event, and congratulations to you for, for winning again. Thank you. Thank you. Right on. Thanks, Larry. That's your Napa Valley News. He's Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, you got a job. Well, as long as you're announcing, we do have to take a break at this point. So would you like to announce us out, and then we'll come back with more of Barbecue Champ Chef Pat Burke here on Judd's Napa Valley Show? Sure, Judd. We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. And now... Back to Judd's Napa Valley Show with me, Lorne Mull, at Judd Fingelstein, as today we welcome Pat Burke. Thank you, Lauren. And I forgot, that that mic's still not working too well. I'm coming over here. Thank you, Lauren and Pat. You're welcome, Judd. Nice to have you here. Napa Valley's Barbecue King, four years in a row. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about that. Quick plug, we've got a great event coming up here in Napa Valley, Friday, August 2nd. It is the third annual Yookapalooza at Oxbow. And this is a little mini ukulele festival. It's happening at Oxbow Market in downtown Napa from 6 to 9 p.m. It's free to come to. Bring a ukulele. There'll be a vendor there. If you don't have a ukulele, you can pick one up. Um, there will be an open mic opportunity. You can play and sing a song on the ukulele. It'll be anchored by, well, my own band, the Maikai Gents, playing our old-time Hawaiian music. The merchants inside Oxbow will do island-style specials, Kitchen Door. I know we'll be doing their famous poo-poo platter. I think there'll be some ahi tacos I heard from Sikasa and on and on. Vintage Aloha wear will be sold by Retro Diva. So if you don't have some cool old Hawaiian shirts or dresses, you can pick them up there. It's all free. It's Friday, August 2nd at Oxbow, Yukapalooza. Come on down and strum your ukulele with us. Pretty cool thing, too. Yeah, you've been over there, Pat. That's always a good time. It's just the spirit of aloha, alive and well in Napa for an evening. So let's get back to you and your barbecue. We were talking earlier about how you've traveled the country, 
And I'm kind of curious what the reception is because you're a you're a Californian. You grew up here. You were born, born and raised, raised in Oakland. Oakland. I mean, even uh, you were a water boy for the Raiders, weren't you? In a short period of time, yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Back in the days of Daryl LaMonica and Ben Davidson. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Interesting. Should yeah. we save these stories for another time, or do you have another a good time. one you want to Another time, honest? another place. Really? Yeah. All right, all right. We'll have you back. But um, being a Californian, what's it like going into the heart of these you know, barbecue countries like Virginia, Mississippi, and basically beating them? Well, to it, get razzing, I mean, you're the guy from the land of O cuisine and fusion, and yeah, I I, I can tell a story again um, of at Memphis in May. Yeah, um, was there? I'm I'm on a team in uh, out of Mississippi called the the Barnyard Roasters. Yes, and when I started our team in California, we kind of spun our team off of them, and we were called the Vineyard Roasters. So the the it, the two gelled pretty. Uh, pretty well together mm -hmm. um so uh, went to memphis and arrived there and and on the banks of the mississippi river and it was a hot uh, sultry humid afternoon and i looked uh, down the sidewalk from in front of our our little camp that we were at and myron mixon from jack's old south was walking and again if you know barbecue he's one of the top in the in the in the world pretty much he's won memphis in may several times so mm. 10 times or something i think um, he'll let you know it, too. <laughs> That's cool. That's He's proud. Right. Yeah, why not? So I remember he said, Pat Burke, Pat Burke, you know, why would Pat Burke come all the way from California to Memphis, Tennessee? And I just looked at him and said, Myron, it's great to see you. You know, look forward to seeing you whenever I get an opportunity. I said, but the reason why is because I want to beat you. Uh, and we did actually that year. So. Yeah, we finished twenty fifth. He finished twenty seventh. So, oh, I see. <laughs> well, you answered his question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. So, and again, going back to that first opportunity in Washington D.C. at the at the Washington D.C. battle, you know, they all they were more curious as to why I was there from California than than uh, you know, and and actually thought at one point that you know what you should do is just just uh, just maybe work with us and we'll you know. They wanted. They, I was, well, was being sponsored by the winery. We had, uh, you know, wine and we had parties, and mm -hmm. you know, it was pretty cool because Mike Thompson's group was all there from Washington. We had a big barbecue for him on Pennsylvania Avenue. Congressman Mike Congressman, Thompson, yeah, our local yeah. congressman here. So we had his whole staff there, and uh, I was going through some pictures the other day, and I actually came upon those, and it was kind of neat to, to see those. Wondering where they all are now. So. Oh, well, yeah. it sounds like you've had some yeah. great adventures and yeah. picked up some trophies along the way. You're the former yeah. Virginia State the champion. Barnyard Roasters won the the uh, the grand champion of the the um, it was called Smoke on the Mountain in mm -hmm. Galax, uh, Virginia. Which is if if anybody's traveled through the Blue Ridge Mountains and stumbled upon Galax, um, what a neat neat place that is. Uh, what goes on there? It's the 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 capital of um, fiddle. I guess it's it's there's they have a fiddle festival every year, a fiddle festival, <laughs> and um, uh, people come in from. I think it was the next week after we were there, they were having this fiddle festival at the fairgrounds, and I guess it's just huge. I think it's like eighty thousand people descend on Galax, or ascend on Galax, since it's up on in the Blue Ridge right. Mountains, and uh, it's huge. But the 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 cool thing about that uh, event was the trophies were all handmade. By there's a, a guy named Tom Barr uh, that's well known in in the in the musical 
banjo business, I guess. He makes his own musical instruments. And well, you so had that beautiful fiddle. Fiddle, uh, yeah, that was pretty neat. We had that in our tasting room for years, yeah. your trophy fiddle. Uh, no one ever came in and played it. I would have loved to have heard that. No, but actually somebody came in one day and says, uh, that was from Galax. And I said, yeah. She says, she says I know the guy that, that put that thing on. Really? I said, you're kidding me. So they took a, she took a picture of it and texted it to him. And he goes, where are you? And they said, in California. He goes, what's it doing in California? <laughs> no respect for California yeah. in the barbecue world. That's yeah. terrible. Well, I, I appreciate your acting as ambassador and kind of trying to change that impression. You know, so you're from Oakland. You've traveled the country barbecuing. But what brought you to Napa Valley? Well, uh, we moved, my wife Judy and I uh, and daughter Erin moved here about 21, 22 years ago. Mm -hmm. Judy was the uh, administrator at Napa Valley College. So we were living in uh, Vallejo, Benicia area, and Mm -hmm. and her commute, Erin was attending school up here. uh, So it was difficult for her to, to, to drive every day. And I was working in Marin County and then San Francisco. Uh, for a big insurance company. So um, we moved up here and bought a home and, and uh, very happy that we're, we're residents of Napa. Yeah, well, you've certainly established yourself. There's, there's not many people I meet in this community that don't know you. You've, you have become kind of Mr. Napa. You, you are involved in, um, you're involved in the community. A lot of philanthropies, yep. uh, boards. Uh, should we talk about some of these? I think they're definitely sure. worth mentioning. I yeah. want to you know, highlight the fact that you're doing all this great stuff. Um, do you want to bring them up? you want me to check them off? Why don't you go uh, ahead? Uh, okay. Well, toot your own horn. Currently, I'm on the, uh, the, the foundation board for the Napa College uh, Viticulture Technology and Winery Foundation. Which does uh, what? Well, it, it sounds it, very technical. It, it's, uh, the, the, uh, the winery there was, is the f- first winery to be bonded um, at a college. Right. Uh, community college. So um, we have a foundation board that oversees that bond and makes sure that everything's uh, uh, legal and, and legit and yeah. above board. So I'm currently on that board. I'm one of the community members. Uh, there's one and there's two of us. And uh, um, Support your student winemakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a great program there. The viticulture program there is fan- fantastic. So Yeah. And good sure. wine, too. It is. Yeah, I've had it. Yeah, it, good it, wine. it I'm yeah. very impressed. You know, yeah. the students know what they're it's doing. It's all available for sale, too. Absolute bye, bye, bye. Support, support. You have been on the Napa Valley Education Foundation I Board. I was on the foundation board there for a short period of time. Uh, they asked me to join that after the first or second year that I won the barbecue battle, since that's their, <laughs> you know, they asked me to be involved in that. And I'm still active. I'm still supported, of course, but, but uh, I just didn't have the time to... Yeah, you're one of the busiest retired guys. Yeah. I know. Uh, there's the swim meet. The Shannon Lemieux Memorial Swim Meet. Let's talk about yeah. that. Um, near and dear to my heart. Um, Shannon was like my, my, my uh, second daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, Aaron, and Shannon were best friends. And Shannon was uh, unfortunately killed at the age of 17 in a car accident yeah. here in Napa. And, and she was a swimmer and loved to swim and was a ballet dancer. But... Um, we started a swim meet every year, and it's been going for years. And uh, we give um, foundation, or we give uh, scholarships to graduating seniors that have uh, that are in swimming and um, have to meet criteria. And um, we give them uh, a, f- a $500 scholarship every year. We've handed out, I think, uh, 130 of them. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And this swim meet is held. It's held at Vintage High School. 
at their aquatic center there, which is a fantastic pool. If nobody's been there, you got to go see that. I'm and a swimmer myself, and yeah. I take advantage of, of swimming there whenever I get it, whenever I can. But it's a great, great facility. And it's every year during which weekend? It's it's usually the it's usually in April. We have to work around the kids' schedules because the kids are the active ones in the wholeness. So the, the 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 American Canyon, mm-hmm. the high school, Justin Siena, Vintage, and Napa all and St. Helena now actually. Um, all attend, and they—it's a fun swim meet. It's competitive, but it's fun, and um, it's held uh, depending on their conference championships and finals and whatever they've got going on. So we have to work around them. All right, but that's—it's a fun. It's usually in April, and it's yeah. a fun event to go to. Oh, and there's and great silent auction and right, um, and it, it all goes to a good cause again. Absolutely, so. some scholarships. Yeah, you are—you're just so involved, and you have said now because folks approach you all the time to cook. For them to cook for events um, and you've really drawn the line because it can be overwhelming you said unless it benefits kids or is it kids education kids education yeah. kids education yeah, then i really don't do it unless it's for them no you're you're a great philanthropist yeah. you're putting your grill to good work yeah. and the wine with your picture on it yeah what's that um, all about pat that was pretty neat was, <laughs> uh your father art uh art finkelstein was a was a was a fantastic artist and we were in a meeting one day and we were discussing uh, you know what wines we should be putting out there and art says you know with barbecue and everything else i think we should uh, do some zinfandel so i think we sourced some zin from out in lodi which was great great old vine stuff it is it's about 75 75 years old vines yeah uh dry farmed and and uh very complex and so art said you know what give me a, a couple weeks and i'll be back Mm-hmm. I got an idea. So he came back and he designed this. He, he painted this label of me um, in front of a smoker with a couple of chickens and, the and live uh, chickens, kind of running chickens, away, from running you. away from the smoker, <laughs> and uh, called it Burke's Blazing Barbecue Zinfandel, and it's it's great. Had had some on uh, Sunday. There's a picture right now on the Judd's Hill Facebook page. I think it's the current post. If anybody goes there, there's a picture of you at the barbecue and beer battle from Sunday, holding the bottle of Burke's Blazing Barbecue Zin. And it's cool. You kind of have the same expression on your real face that you do on your face in the label. And uh, it's a great photo, so you can see what that looks like. And I will put in this plug. If anybody would like some of this Old Vine Zin, the Judd Hill Burke's Blazing Barbecue Zin, of course, it's fantastic. Summer drinking goes great with barbecue. barbecue. Take it from Pat. Yeah, barbecue, pizza, anything. Right. Very versatile. Through the month of July, and happy July, everybody. Yeah. Through the month of July, uh, 10% of all sales of the Burke's Blazin Barbecue Zin are going to go to your wife's. Uh, your wife, Judy, is involved in the American Cancer Society's Relay for Life. So we're going to donate 10% of all the sales to her effort. That's pretty awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so I, you know, I don't mind putting in the plug. I try not to do too many commercials for our wine during the show, but... Uh, you know, we want to do some good, too. So come by the winery. We would love to host you, see you in person. If you can't make it by uh, on the website, go ahead and uh, click on the Burke's Blazing Barbecues in and order some that way. Or give us a call, 707-255-2332. We'll get you some good wine, and we will donate to a, a very good cause, the American Cancer Society, which I know is near and dear to me, to you, and to, I'm sure, unfortunately, way too many yep. people out there. Yep. And we want to do some good through that. Talked about barbecue. Talked about your wine. And there's something else that you are famous, or should I say infamous, for. 
And folks still come by the winery asking about... We should have Lauren do this. I didn't prep him. So I'll, I'll say it first and maybe see if Lauren can beat me. But it's Pat Burke's Fudge of Mystery. Pat Burke's Fudge of Mystery. You want to give it a shot, Pat? It's Pat Burke's Fudge Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> this is this was one of the most popular things. When you were working in the tasting room, uh, you'd often have a batch of your own fudge ready, and you might pair it with a wine, maybe the Zin, um, give away the recipe, and folks still come in looking for it, either at the events or just popping in the tasting room. You got any of that fudge we heard about or we tried? Can you tell us a little bit about can you reveal the mystery? Actually, don't reveal the mystery. I'm not going to reveal the mystery. No, but tell us how this came about, because it's certainly it's something I had never really experienced before in the world of fudge. Well, I, I, I got the recipe from a friend of mine in Alabama, who's on my team, actually, in uh, Mississippi, Bob Oaks. And, and he told me what was in this stuff, and I said, there's, there's no way. It's very easy to make, but he said, there's just, just no way. And, and I've, I've given it out to, to people, and they can't believe it, but... Um, it's it's pretty damn good fudge. That's great fudge, and that is the game. It has, it does have a mystery ingredient, and that one pound of it. <laughs> one pound, of, well, you make big batches, but you're right. It's a big percentage of the fudge is this mystery ingredient, and it's so fun hearing butter folks in it guess. And, okay. and sugar, and but there's one pound of this stuff. That's good. And folks, one of their first guesses is. <laughs> For some reason, maybe they don't know about your history in law enforcement, which we didn't touch on, but they usually guess something that's kind of illicit. Yeah, illegal. Yeah. yeah. Well, in California, that's kind of a gray area of this. But no, it's not. It's not marijuana. No. Nope. No. Nope. It's all legal. Everything in there is legal. You can find it in the cracker aisle. In the cracker aisle. At, this, at your local store. All right. And uh, if you want to have the recipe for... <laughs> Pat Burke's Fudge of Mystery. The heck with it. Why don't we just tell everybody what it is? Oh, no. Let's get him All in. Right. Let's, okay. let's get him in to try some. Maybe one of our future events, you'll come and you'll, you'll do maybe for the, uh, maybe the Hanukkah Nanny in December. Yeah. Will you, will you cook yeah. up some sure. Fudge of Mystery? Everybody wants it. When I bring it out, they go All right. for it. Or swing by the winery. We've got some print-ups with the recipe. And um, you'll, you'll be pleasantly surprised when you find out how to make Pat Burke's Fudge of Mystery. In the comfort of... Of your own home. Yeah. Now, where do you go when you've got a, a night out? You know, you've, I would say you're retired, but I know you really don't have a lot of free time. You're such a busy dude. No, but actually, I was, I, I wonder, you know, how I ever worked, you know, and yeah. kept up with all the other stuff that's going on. But, but, uh, you know, my main job now is just keeping my wife well and, and, uh, she's battling cancer and we're, we're, uh, uh, that was the reason that I decided that life's too short, you know, yeah. and we went on a nice long trip to Europe and we enjoyed ourselves and, you know, she's back in treatments again. So we're, 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 uh, you know, we're busy. We're busy. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Well, you know, we certainly, so where do we go? Well, well yeah, we certainly, you know, we you enjoyed well it. We go down to chef's market on mm-hmm. Thursday nights. We enjoy walking around there and seeing friends. It's always fun that you get down to the end of the, you know, you start walking and you start bumping into people. And the next thing you know, you've been standing there talking to them for 45 minutes and, and you turn and walk the other way, and you run into people. It's it's pretty neat. Oxbow Market's great. That's another place. Uh, it's hard to um, it's hard to get through the place yeah. without just bumping into everybody yeah. you know. Great gathering spots. Yeah. And then all the uh, the you know uh, one of our favorite restaurants, Celadon. Great mm-hmm. restaurant. Heading north up to Farmstead here soon. Gonna oh, to see your Stephen, yeah. your yeah. your competitor. Yeah. And 
and uh, just, you know, hanging out at our house, you know. How about barbecue? Do you recommend any barbecue spots around? Uh, Vin 11. Vin 11 yeah, every Sunday. Vin 11. Yeah. Actually, you get it Valley. during the week, too. Yeah. But you can. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and that's then the Q. restaurant at the Napa Valley yeah. Marriott, just for anybody. Yeah, who. And then Q, of course. Smokeville on California. Any, you remember the, the right over here on um, Old Sonoma Road? What was it? Um, the Foothill Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. They used to do great barbecue there. That was an old barbecue restaurant originally when it first opened up. Yeah, but no longer. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Yeah. So. Can't go there anymore. It's not yep. there. Who would you like to see? You know, you are now the four-time champ. You're going to come back next year and compete, correct? Um, I guess. Yeah, if okay. they want me back, yeah, I'll come well, back. Well, why wouldn't they yeah. want you back? They want me back. As long as you've got the title, you know, someone has to either be defeated by you or take it from you. Who sure. would you like to go against? Is there? Do you have a wish list? You want to go public with it? No, I don't you want, want to throw down the gauntlet? No, you know, um, there's, there's, we, have, we have a few ideas. We've got some ideas what we might want to do next year. It might might drive some attendance. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But I think it's too early. We just finished Sunday. We haven't even debriefed yet. So not too early for me, man. I'm always <laughs> thinking about food. <laughs> Let's talk. So we'll, we'll all right, all right. I'll respect. You know, you've got to get it into. You'll the- be one of the first to know. All right, thank you. Well, if if we're asked back, which I hope we will, you know, Judd Sill is always proud to sponsor that pour our wine, which always includes a little of Burke's Blaze and Barbecue Zin to go with that great cuisine. Pat Burke, I now have a very important question for you, pertinent to our life and times here in Napa Valley. Your long-standing history as an upright citizen, and we didn't get into it, but a former officer of the year, the Oakland Police Department, in a former life, very pertinent. Do you go nuts for donuts? <laughs> used to. You used to? Yeah. You know, that's... Well... Yeah, yeah, so everybody knows cops get bad raps for that one. But Well, today's your day, sir. We have here six donuts. We've got a uh, chocolate cake, a maple old-fashioned, a pink glaze, a maple bar, or an apple spice, a cinnamon sugar. Yeah. Why don't you take one of those? Okay, goes for the maple old-fashioned. Yeah. We're here in Napa Valley. It's a nice, warm summer day. You're nibbling on that donut. And I often ask people, you know, what would you drink with that? You know, Napa Valley being wine country, is there a wine you would pair? And you could certainly come up with a wine, but I would also like to know. Go ahead. Take your time. You're you're eating. I would also like to know what type of smoky meat would you Eat with that maple. And I think maple is probably the best oh, yeah. choice, just in my mind, to go with anything smoky and tangy and delicious. Probably some pulled pork. Almost like... Actually, you know what would be great would, with, with that would be the, um, the, the bacon that we would give the... And when we do our whole hog competition, we'd pull off part of the inside of the stomach lining with the, you know, the inside of the... With bacon, <laughs> pull up strips of bacon, and smoked and sweet with that maple. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And how about a wine? Um, Burke's Blazing Zinfandel. Of course. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that, of course, is from Buttercream. I know a favorite yeah, awesome. of all our Buttercream Bakery here in Napa. Uh, we had a, uh, uh, a chocolate cream pie and a Boston cream pie from from their Sunday night. To celebrate the win. Oh, you did? Yeah. 
I don't know that I've had yeah. their Boston cream pie. They they do such good work. Mm-hmm. I just love that place. Have some more donut. Lauren, mm-hmm. donut for you? Very good. Which one are you going to go for? Let's see. Maybe we'll ask Lauren the same question. A maple bar. All right, Lauren, take a bite of that. Let's see what our in-studio announcer, Lauren Mole, thinks of this maple bar. And what might you pair that with? You know, being here in Napa Valley, now that we've confirmed you are of legal drinking age, although you don't have to go with anything alcoholic, but is there a certain type of beverage that you would um, pair with that maple bar? Maybe just ice water. Ice water? For the nice, refreshing... It's hot out. I don't want to you know, take away the taste, I guess, of the maple bar. Yeah, the, preserve the purity of the maple. Is that yeah. it? I guess so. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, that sounds awfully good. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. It's Mad Libs. Pat, you remember how these things work, don't you? Sure. Okay. Then let's get right to it. Let me find a pen here. All right, Pat. The first thing I need from you is a profession. A uh, cab driver. Cab driver. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, adjective? Uh, relaxed. Relaxed. You're quick with this. Yeah. Very relaxed. Very good. A year. Any year in history? Hmm. About 1910. 1910. Okay, great. A, uh, a city? Any city in the world? Um, Prague. Prague. Got it. Uh, another adjective? Generous. Was that? Wow. Okay. You are quick, man. You are a mad lib whiz. Uh, a noun. How about a thing? Instead mm. of a person or place, how about a thing will fit here? Uh, spare tire. Spare tire. All right. And lastly, a number. Ooh. 2,422. <laughs> okay. Should I ask? Is there a story behind that? No. 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 Just... Okay. 2,422. All right, Pat Burke. A few years ago, there was a story written about you and your barbecue skills in the Napa Valley Register. This is a little excerpt from that story oh. as rewritten now by you. <laughs> I can't wait. And here we go. Pat Burke may be Napa's best known amateur barbecuer. By day, Burke is the cab driver for Judd's Hill Winery. But in his non-working hours, he's a relaxed barbecue champ. Uh, Here's a quote from you. I've competed locally and nationally, said Burke. His humble competitive grilling origins started in 1910 at the Napa Expo in a category called Dad's Can Cook. You mentioned that earlier. Although he didn't win, he went on to other competitions and is now part of a team, the Barnyard Roasters out of Prague. (laughs) Cool. When he's not, um, excuse me, when he's just whipping up something for a quiet family meal, he uses a generous spare tire he's he's had for 2,400... Smoky rubber taste. (laughs) Yeah. He uses a generous spare tire he's had for 2,422 years. Yeah, you got it. Well-seasoned. It's the basic Silver A model. No stainless steel, warming drawers, or side burners. There you go. There you go, Pat Burke in Mad Libs. Thanks, Judd. Well, Pat Burke, Barbecue Champ, thank you for joining us here today. I'll look forward to more adventures with you in the future. Thank you. You've been listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show with vintner Judd Finkelstein. Theme song by Gordon Lustig. Wardrobe by LaRue of Rutherford. Judd's Napa Valley Show is a Gil Lamar production.
This is Lorne Mole saying so long from the world's wine wonderland. 